the, if the narrator. If this was even. Shrek cast, we could say uh, this story is a lot like an ogre. There's a lot of layers that you gotta peel it's like back. Like an onion. Yes. Like what onion. did I say? I don't know what I said. An ogre. Well, ogres, you could also skin them. They got a lot of layers, Dennis. But oh, uh, same you're for right. The Shrek cast. You're right. You're That's right. Good Sorry. Material. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 52 of Movie Toast. Oh. As always, Mr. Mr. Toaster Adam is over here with me. And what? I mover toaster mover mover toaster. Mover toaster. We were we're now venturing into a new land here, guys. If you guys are moving, hit us up. We got a truck. Dennis has a little truck. I got a little uh car, and we're gonna come and move your shit. All the toast. Please. Just, uh, no, no, no. Hashtag... Not your, just your toast. And, and toast related items. That's it. You're, we'll you're... come and eat your toast in the morning. If like you don't want it, if you burnt it, we'll take it, we'll dispose of it. God damn it. Oh shit. Okay. Um well, getting back into the the rails there. Now I've I've I'm gonna get. I was funny. I liked it, and then then I did. I couldn't keep it. I couldn't. Yes, and I feel Sorry. like the momentum has gone downhill very fast. I fucking I Tobias fumicated uh. the shit out of that. Uh, yes, and oh, I don't uh. have a guy for this. So taking it back, taking it back, taking it back. Here is Movie Toast episode fifty-two. Thanks for joining us, folks. I'm gonna try this one more time with. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. Sorry, I gotta give up on that. Oh no, no! But you're right to celebrate because you know what we're introducing this week, sir. Well, I don't know what we're introducing. I fucking I'm oh, excited. you do know. Oh what fuck we, yeah! What, 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 Here what, it is, what folks. Doing, Dennis, what, what's up? We are revamping our rating system. What? We we used we used the the traffic signal lights for for a good amount of time, but lately I've just felt like I've been aiming for somewhere between these these levels. So we so are, Dennis, you, you're you're saying you're you're a piece of shit. You're coming in changing the foundation of the show because you don't like it. You son of a bitch. I, I oh so what are we adjusting. adding? Are we going in? Are we, now now we're gonna add that black light back into the show? Is that what we're doing? No 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 no. We're taking the lights away. Totally what? Taking all the lights away. We're gonna be no in the light. dark, no like Spider-Man in the into the darkness. As as you should be watching movies. That's totally, no lights. Um, okay. We are going to be adopting the slice scale. One oh. slice of toast being the worst. Four slices being the best. One through four. Pretty cut and dry. Pretty simple. Four is going to be when we're just balls out excited for it. One's going to be don't even waste your time. Sometimes it's, there's there's things that are a two. Sometimes things are a three. And yeah. I, I just want to differentiate some of those levels. You know? So can I pause for a second here? Uh, you just said, as you should sit in the dark watching a movie. Are you saying we should be sitting in a dark theater eating crunchy toast in the middle of a movie? I mean, if you're if you're able to sneak said toast into the theater, or if the uh, theater I like, provides I like toast. The cha- I like this challenge you're sending me. I'm going to go to the movie theater this week, and I'm going to bring in some toast. Although All I don't right. know if it's going to be crunchy. Challenge. Can I bring cinnamon no, 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 toast no. crunchy? Ch- no, 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 no. It's got to be bread. you got to okay. toast bread and make toast and bring it to, now you, you got to post it the you real challenge would be if i get a toaster into the theater and toast it fresh in the theater okay now that would be yeah that's some next level shit i that would that would definitely be the feat i but fail that challenge though you you gotta you if you if you bring some toast with you and, and right. crunch on it in the theater i want to see it i want to see it posted okay i want to see it on the social 
I mean, people eat nachos in theaters, so I guess what's the difference between nachos and fucking toast? Yeah, it's just a little bit of toast, that's all. Although I like my toast, toast. honestly, I like my toast kind of like almost raw almost. I don't really like crunch. It just starts to turn like it's yeah like it's barely yeah, made yeah, yeah. the, the you, transition it's not even browned yet it's just barely yep. yellowed like i can just, i can yeah. i can melt the butter on it and that's all i need oh sure oh yeah, yeah. no that's a it's good sad. spot that's a good lane but then the for, for this it would have to be a nice crunch i can't yeah, the, i can't eat my your neighbors toast. have to hear it yeah i, I gotta mean, get crumbs have, everywhere i want i want some i want the next row over to be son of a bitch this fucking <laughs> toast guy i'm gonna wait wait why don't i hold off until a quiet place two comes out and oh then I really God. can get the toast in there. Yes. I, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. All right. I like that. Fucking toast mission, Set folks. It's in happening. your fucking calendars, guys. When A Quiet Place 2 comes out, hopefully in 2021, you're going to hear some crunches. Don't be in the theater with me. <laughs> Watch out for you folks out in mass. Oh, oh God. So, man, um, kind of a, a fun first time thing this week. We're going we're gonna to crack open the, the slice scale on. We actually got a, a screening for a movie yet to be released. Oh, uh, it's I, I thought it was pretty cool. This is gonna be our first time on the show where we, we were um, we were tossed a, a film yeah. and they would they wanted to see what uh, what we thought of it before it hit the theaters. Yeah, now, this movie um, is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you're downloading this on Thursday, fucking Friday, you can go and see this movie in the theater or VOD or virtual theater. Oh, man, it's fucking this is I'm excited. I'm more excited than the toast system. I'm excited about the show yeah. system, the the grading system, but I'm excited that now we're venturing into giving reviews of movies that are now coming out. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Now this is, we're we're getting back to we're getting back to the the world of new film coming straight straight down the pipe. Yeah, <laughs> but don't expect like a Fox or a fucking like DreamWorks or a fucking like Universe. No, we're starting slow. We're starting with the cats that are on the same level as us. Cats that are kicking ass and and we just want to give them some promotion because they're helping us out. We're helping them out and stuff that you might not have heard of, which is the point of this podcast. Let's check out some stuff Absolutely. that you might not even know is coming that you can now see because our fucking asses are going to talk about it. That's right. I don't know. You can uh, edit that out. That was weird. <laughs> You can leave it in too. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. So our <laughs> our film that we are going to that Adam and I are joint reviewing up first is called LX Twenty Forty Eight. Ooh, yes. This is a sci-fi drama film in the hour and forty-five-ish minute range that is see it looks like it takes place in the somewhat near future it doesn't feel so far ahead i'm gonna go ahead and say i think it probably takes place in the year 2048 if i had a guess 28 years from now if i if i had a guess okay if if you had to get i'll give you that i mean why else would it have 2048 i don't know i as as we see in the film i think it's uh the number of pills this guy didn't take because he was supposed to be taking his medication. Well, way to spoil the fucking movie, Dennis. I was trying to build up some fucking mystery. Mystery. I'm trying so, to... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what a fucking idiot. Learn, learn to say the word mystery and intrigue, buddy. Oh, I, uh, you're, it's all good. I cut you off there. All right. So, yeah. Uh, do, do you want to give the rundown? Want me to give the rundown? Uh, well, so... um. I, I I can I can start it off for you. There's right. it. So as we as we hey, thanks for trusting us with your movie. We can't even start off talking Son about a it. Hey, bitch. Now we got this. Okay. 
what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. So in LX2048, it's telling the story of this guy who's got an office job for a tech company in the near future that mm-hmm. we live in a world where uh, the environment has clearly had a tremendous effect to the point to where society has switched its like living cycle and people sleep during the day and are awake and do their work at night because the sun is so intense that you literally can't be out in direct sunlight because it starts literally burning your flesh. So our main character is, he's one of these guys who's just never bought into the day night cycle swap. He's just not big on all of the big modern moves that technology is taking. old school. He, yeah. At first, it, I, I will say, at first, it is endearing. It is just like, yeah, he's just sticking to his guns. He likes doing things this way. We learn quickly uh, people coexist with, with clones. And yes. these aren't just regular clones. but These are clones of people who have died and who have been rebuilt and made to be better than they were before. So I, I, I think for you sci-fi buffs, it's in something in the realm of a Flash clone where you're not re, they're not living the whole life. They are, the like clones are tailored to be born at the, the given year you want them to be. You, you now get this, in, in this world, you get this uh, insurance policy where when you die, they can make a clone, have a clone ready that will then be shipped or delivered to the, the home of your choice, the location of your choice within hours of your death to then just pick up where you left off. And you have the option to improve it. You can make it, you can be better than you were before. Now, how do you feel? Um, if this ha- if this was real life, would you, uh, and you had insurance for it, how would you feel about it? Would you be stoked or would you just be like, oh man, that's kind of weird to think I'm still alive, but I'm not alive? Ah, oh, fuck no. I I was, yeah, I don't, I would not be down for this. It's, <laughs> it's funky. It's, it's like the same argument the main character has like right after, right at the beginning where it's just, there's a clear disconnect. They've um, deliberately eliminated certain, not emotions, but certain reactions to things. And it's like every, all the clones are pre-programmed to kind of respond to certain situations. Like the only time they can defend themselves is when violence is brought before them, much like the, what is it? Asimov's laws for uh, the robotics. robots. Yeah, yeah. They, they can only come to the aid of people. It's kind of similar to that, but it dives a little deeper because the fact that you're writing people's memories and stuff. Mm. Anyways, I feel like I went off on a big tangent. <laughs> this is honestly one of my favorite parts of the movie is I do love the backdrop here. The, yeah. the, the world that the film exists in is awesome. I like that because of the point in time our character kind of does a lot of his living, we can kind of get away with not seeing a whole lot because everyone else is asleep. It's like he's driving around in the middle of the That's night. That's what I love, like seeing him in this like hazmat suit driving around, listening <laughs> to music, and like it looks dystopian, but there's no one else out, but it also looks like a like a nice peaceful area. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny to see that much of LA with no cars driving around, so that must have been fun trying to airbrush out a bunch of traffic and shit yeah. when they and, the movie. <laughs> and even like when he goes to the doctors because spoiler this guy's dying so yes. he of course he works a schedule where he's in the day a lot of people are nocturnal essentially and i like the fact that when he goes to the doctor they're like oh well you're gonna have to wait a little bit you're the one who decided to have a daytime meeting it's like what yeah. it's like yeah. that's kind of cool that they you're just thrown into the world where you're like you're supposed to hate the daytime and like they even like show the hassle of taking off a suit to talk to someone you see how they're Mm -hmm. sweating and you're Mm -hmm. like okay so it's not like a clean futuristic world it's like no you it's it's bullshit kind of like i i I was gonna say it's bullshit like it's kind of like where we're at now it's like you gotta wear a mask and like you can't wait to take that mask off when you're in your own confines it's kind of it's kind of interesting like seeing like where this is at where we're at even the world itself has a little like red texture to it 
kind of what I picture it looking like in California. I, I could be wrong. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. For it, the way it was up in Oregon, for sure. The, mm. um, I know family and friends up there that send me pictures of that, that red smoke and shit. No, that's a good call. There's definitely points where it's, <laughs> we are fragments of the world this film exists in are definitely kind of real. So I, thing that i liked uh when when he goes home you think oh he's gonna go in this happy household his family's gonna be loving he's been working all day it's gonna be a cool no no he goes home and his kids are all in like a vr headset doing different things like kids eating cereal in a vr headset another kid's <laughs> playing like a killing game his wife is in like a sauna type room wearing a vr headset and like it's like the world is detached and you can kind of see the similarities to right now again. You got mm-hmm. people all stuck in their phones, their tablets, their computers, their video games. So it's kind of their crazy podcasts. to think. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, everybody. We're helping build to this society of dystopian, futuristic landscapes of the world. I don't know. I just started going on a word tangent. I like that. I don't to stop. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking now and let you talk. I'm sorry. It's just interesting seeing those back and forth of like, yeah, really head into this. And like, I don't, do we want to talk about like what kind of ends his marriage a little bit? Like that was kind of interesting. See, that's now that was a big turning point for me because it was like I was kind of I was going along with with all the characters that we we started dropping hints that his his marriage isn't great that mm-hmm. something has happened and then uh, a couple scenes in it starts jumping back and forth in time to yeah. before and after the, their divorce. So you kind of see the you, you see the buildup and the moment that caused it. And then you see how they're trying to keep their lives working afterwards. And that's where that honestly for me was kind of a turning point because it's the thing that broke up the marriage where I'm kind of like, okay, really? This is the thing you're going to react to? Yeah, a little bit this odd. Is what's going to end? I, uh, Especially in a futuristic yeah. world. Maybe, maybe we don't mention it. Like we'll let people see it on their own. And I think it's a good call. Decision. I want to see, yeah. Cause I want to see if you think that it's, it's bad enough. I let, let us know toasters get around to seeing LX 20. Uh, or, uh, sorry. I'm going to give you guys. The title. Uh, check out LX 2048. Let us know what you think of what shattered the marriage. And do you think that was worth the, the reaction it got? And we I don't. <laughs> we, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's like, Oh fuck you. You're being kind of a witch. I'm not yeah. going to say you're being a bitch. You're being a witch um, because we're almost at Halloween. So I want to I work that in there. Um, and, and the main character, Adam Bird, is played by uh, an actor called uh, James Darcy. I don't know why I said it like I'm like a foreign, like a UK called a main character named Adam Bird. Uh, is played by this guy, James Darcy. And I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Dennis, Dennis where, where have we seen him before? Well, it's a couple of his big credits are Cloud Atlas and Master and Commander, which Ooh. I love that film. And then more recently, Dunkirk, he played oh, a colonel in that yeah. film. But for the, the TV fans, you may recognize his face from the Agent Carter series, where he actually got to play Jarvis, huh. uh, who also makes a cameo in the uh, Avengers film when they time travel which Adam pointed out after my naming the, the character, because I, I just kept thinking, God, this guy's fucking voice sounds familiar. I mean, obviously, he's not speaking in a British accent in this film. He's, yeah. But his American accent still sounded familiar <laughs> <laughs> And... It was a, oh, sorry. I, I'm no, cutting no. you off. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, we're, we're both just excited. Yeah. It, it was yeah. A, this is an interesting film. It was the an thing, interesting story. When, 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 they, when, when I saw the screener slide into my emails... And not email. And there were a few emails leading up to getting this, but um, the the one guy that I'm like, oh fuck, we kind of fanboyed out and we kind of got him confused in the past. Our main man, Delroy. Uh, sorry, yeah, D- yeah, Del- Delroy. Del- Delroy Lindo. Lindo is in this. All right, for you, yeah. you can hear us like 
come all over his face, like talking about how great he is. Uh, and I don't know why we come on his face because I feel like that's disrespectful. You do you, man. I'm not. No, no, I, no. I don't want to end our relationship here by talking about that. Uh, we, we talked about how much we loved him in Defy Bloods, and then we thought he was in some yeah. other stuff, and we were wrong. He was not in some of that other stuff, but he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. He's good in this movie. It's interesting how yeah. he was used. I feel like he was the heavy pull. The the thing that brought the money into the mo- oh, movie was betcha. the fact that you had... And the fact that they both films came out this year, I'm kind of curious how soon, you know, the time difference when... Uh, film when, that versus this? Yeah, because it's like, are they trying to bank on the fact that he was into Five Bloods earlier this year and uh, getting it turned around that quick? Yeah, that's but, true. But let's be honest, the guy, he's got a pretty... He's been uh, around for so long. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, it's one of those actors where even if you don't know his name off the top of your head, you're going to recognize his face because you've definitely seen him in something you've watched before. And I, I love actors like that. This, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he's awesome. The core. Oh, God. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Intense stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it. The film has an interesting cast. It's the how they're used though. Mm-hmm. For me, the the I don't know, like the one some of the kids. I thought their line delivery was kind of mm. weird. And the one scene where the there's a scene where they are uh, telling them about the divorce, and the mother is just being horrible, like <laughs> saying word for word what it is, like what she saw, and just telling. Her son, her sons who are rather young, <laughs> but it is that his father was, their father was doing, and I, I just didn't quite buy that they were like that they cared. So I'm not sure if yeah. that was if a that directorial. Is, yeah, like, is it like, their disconnect that they're just like the one kid was crying, but the others were just kind of like, what else? Okay, so what does this mean now? You know, it's we're gonna um, have two Christmases. All right, let's let's do it. I guess coming out this fall. No. Um, <laughs> future divorce future on fox so you'll see two episodes and then we'll cancel it maybe netflix will pick it up for a second season <laughs> what's gonna happen when mommy catches daddy doing something that's not so bad but she thinks it's really bad daddy has to leave the house and come up with a new home for his children next thursday <laughs> and, oh, as God he's damn. dying as he's dying and, and gets told his wife doesn't give a shit to go yeah. fucking die already is basically what Whew. her response was. It's a rough. Now, I'm going to tell you right now that if you're looking for a glimmer of light at the end of this tunnel, you're not going to find it. This is not a happy resolution to this story, but it definitely goes somewhere. You hmm? you're left questioning things by the time you get to the end. And I do enjoy the fact that you can kind of... Is it a good ending? Did this person get what they wanted after it was all said and done? Mm. And then knowing what the problem is at the beginning, the fact that he's dying, did we resolve anything? Because that's something that gets left up in the air. It's, it's like, kind of well, like a cop-out, but at the same time, it's like, I, I like the fact that you got to think a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Well, for me, it's the what it definitely hit was one of those kind of 70s dystopian, apocalyptic, futuristic films with the heavy synth soundtrack that was mm. that ended up being kind of depressing by the end. Like there's a lot of these just kind of desolate, grimy, this is the far future. I liked that that was the tone and the backdrop of it. But because we're seeing it in it obviously through a modern lens, we're getting yeah. modern dialogue, contemporary dialogue and stuff. Uh, but it did slow down in a few spots. I, I must be honest. I, I did find myself drifting in and out of some of the scenes where I feel like we hit 
we hit the nail on the head, but then we're still kind of we're still kind of limpering too much. Yeah, it's like I, okay, I'm I, I'm trying to take in some more of what you have to offer here, which is definitely visuals. I like I love the set dressing. This is one I, that caught my eye. Yeah, I love the furniture in every in the house in the apartment. Uh, the the design of the kind of futuristic props. I liked their VR goggles. Uh, even some of his just standard like home appliances, like his the razor for his face. Oh, that was yes, yeah, so simple. Laser beam. That was uh, yeah. The prop was very simple, elegant, but then it looks cool on camera. And, and the yeah, the effect of seeing the the stubble kind of go away, that kind of caught my attention. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, digital yeah. removal. I I don't need a fucking giant teleporters i don't need hover cars i don't you know there's so many things i feel like that get attempted that are just a big grand representation of the future i like those little things because honestly that's the type of shit that's going to get evolved mm-hmm. you know consumer grade products yeah that's a it is an interesting ride it's it's something i feel i feel could be worth checking out so uh what do you think we're, we're gonna we're gonna crap crack open the slice scale you oh we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a couple of slots and some toasters and see what all right what comes out uh, uh you want to go first or uh... yeah man i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna give it two slices mm. it's it's the the pace is kind of what kept me from giving it another slice giving it the third but i love the world that it that exists in and it's one of those i like thinking about the ideas that we're proposing here so for me i'm gonna also piggyback into the two slice hole but for me it, it what was holding me back a little bit was i feel like if they got a couple of like different shots and add a little bit more and if the effects were a little bit better like i know it's kind of dumb to say that but i feel like some of the, the effects were kind of like early 90s or oh, sorry late 90s early 2000 effects but it's like you're right i shouldn't hold it against it because it's like this is the prototype this is the beginning and they're only going to get better and improve and they're working in the realm what they have but it held me back mm-hmm. from three to four toes but like you said i feel like if if you're a sci-fi fan you should definitely check it out it's it's a fun time and it's not even two hours so it's not bad like you're in you're yeah. out and you're gonna catch some cool things that are kind of unique and interesting and there's yeah. a couple i feel like there's a couple uh sci-fi tropes from this future dystopian genre that i i like that they touch on but they give their twist too because it's mm-hmm. like yeah you know we've seen cloning before we've seen um the use of vr technology in modern society in various representations the ha- having relationships having digital relationships and what does it mean to care for someone that is either physically there or not yeah. all, all of these have have been represented in other places but i i really like their perspective on on uh, those themes mm-hmm. so yeah uh like we said earlier this is uh the movie lx 2048 and it's going to be playing in select theaters and uh you can also catch it in virtual cinemas and also on bod platforms starting on friday of this week which is um this week is the what like, i want to say the 25th the 27th 25th 25th okay perfect yeah so please give it a give it a check out and Hopefully, we'll be able to review some other cool movies like this in the future. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and shout out to the uh, fine folks who uh, sent this to us. Uh, I'm kind of excited to do some more of this stuff later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for the awesome view. I, that, was a, that was a good time. That yeah. was a good time. So I'm going to stick in the same realm, not, not the same realm, but of virtual movies that you can rent. This movie that I'm going to talk about just came out last Friday. It was supposed to be released in theaters, but it has a home release now you can rent this movie for twenty dollars i'm talking about the movie antebellum uh Mm, sweet 
Yes, this movie, when I saw the trailer for it, it, it kind of fucked with my mind a little bit. And I'm like, I really want to see this movie. So it's about an author who um, is like kind of on the top of her game. But the weird thing is we start the movie off seeing this back in time, uh, I want to say plantation, where there's unfortunately African-American slaves and there's a lot mm. of mistreatment of slaves but i will say the 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 scenery the production value is beautiful like the movie starts off with like a four minute one take or what very easily looks like one take going through the plantation until we meet our uh our main character and i'm like wow you're seeing some harsh stuff but you're seeing some beautiful visuals we're in this for a while we're in this slave story for a little bit and then we see the character who is the slave that we're following in this 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 section wake up in modern time freaking out in bed and her husband just simply wakes up and he's like oh do you have that bad dream again she's like yeah yeah i did and then we pick up and we see her living her her life in modern day and we find out that she's like this big advocate for african-american rights and like she's a strong independent kick-ass lady she's a boss bitch and like Right nice. before breakfast, she's already wearing a power suit. She's done an uh, interview on, like, a CNN type of thing, fighting against this guy who's, like, kind of saying some fucked up shit. And then, then we see her interact with the family. She's a great mom. She's a great wife. And then we see her taking a video interview with someone who wants to work with her. And she doesn't find out where this lady she's speaking with, where, how she found her. She doesn't know who she worked with. And this lady's like, oh, is that your uh, son? And she names the kid's name. And she's like, oh, he, he, he would be, uh, he'd be a great friend to my child. And like, you can tell the mother is kind of the mother that we're following. Uh, sorry, her mm-hmm. name's Veronica. You can see she's a little, she's a little bit like sketched out by this. She kind of pulls the computer away and resituates it so you can't see the kid. And uh, she's like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I have a busy day. I'm about to travel, but I look forward to talking with you another time. And she hangs up on the lady. It was kind of weird. And then we see like she, she has a car service come pick her up. She's going on a flight. She has this big conference. We see her uh, go to the, this big city. I want to say it's like New York. And we see her, like, we, we pick up a scene. We think, like, she's back in the slave situation because it looks like she's being tortured. She's sweating. Oh, she, she just looks super intense. And then they pull out, and it turns out she's doing, like, hot yoga. And it's like, wow, that, it's fucking a great <laughs> twist. I'm like, I, my heart was like, oh, we're back to the slave stuff. Okay, this is going to be kind of harsh. And uh, then it's like, nope. And then we get, um... God, what what is her name? I feel like a giant idiot right now. Um, the 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 great actress from uh, from Precious. She's on the Big C. Uh, I'm blanking on her name right now. This is terrible. I'm gonna. I I I. Gabrielle Sidabi. Yeah. Yes. Gabrielle Citadel. Like she comes in. She's. Yeah, she's like the number one like uh, relationship expert, and she just owns her fucking self. And you, these two are best friends. And it's like, oh, cool. Now we're oh, seeing nice. a new side of her. And then they meet someone else. And we then cut to a conference of this uh, woman, uh, Veronica, uh, giving a big like TED Talk type of speech. And like, it's like, oh, things are going good. Then after her and uh, Gabourey and another friend of hers, they go out to dinner. They have fun. But as that's happening, we're seeing the woman that was having the video chat with her this morning sneak into her hotel. She, uh, she's at the door. She's like, oh, I, I, oh, I must have left my key inside the room. Got a, uh, a maid to let her in. And you see her just kind of messing with her stuff, snooping around. She steals her lipstick. And she's just making a mess. And it's like, who is this lady? 
what is she doing? It's kind of weird. And then we cut back to the to, to three friends having fun. And, and it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then they're parting ways. Veronica wants to go back to her hotel because she's got to get a flight in the morning. So she wants to be responsible. The other two are going to party. So they get in their, their Uber. Veronica gets in hers. And it's like weird. The Uber has like loud, booming music. And she asks them to turn it down. They don't turn it down. She gets a phone call from someone super frantic. She's like, hey, where, where are you? Where are you? And it's like a voice we don't know. It's like, I'm your, I'm your driver. I, I'm here. I'm at the pickup point. I don't know where you are. And it's like, oh, shit, something's going on. And then hmm. we cut to, we see that it's the woman who was in her hotel room. And then someone behind her knocks her out. And the guy that knocks her out, we kind of saw back on the plantation. And then oh, we wake up with her part. on the plantation. So it turns out there's this weird plantation happening in current day where they're kidnapping African-American people and, and putting them to slavery. And oh, this lady, fuck? and they kind of fuck with her a little bit. They get her to forget about it. And she's there for a couple of months on end, but she still kind of knows who she is. And it's all about her figuring out, finding a way to sneak out, start a revolt. And it's just fucking trippy. It's like, because it's like you're you're seeing the past, you're seeing the current day, you're seeing the future, and it all comes together in this weird horror mystery thriller. And it's it's a really fun ride. I, I, and like, nice. Oh, yeah, damn. yeah. That it's sounds intense. <laughs> I wish I could have seen this in the theater, but I'm oh, happy shit. I spent okay. twenty bucks on this. You can rent it anywhere. I got it on Amazon. Uh, I, I give it three and a half slices of uh, toast. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and the, the main star of this is uh, Jan- Janelle Monet as Eric Lang. Oh, sweet. Uh, Jenna Malone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great cast, and it's it's a beautiful film. Like, I'll be honest, it's not all amazing. Like, I will say some of the acting is subpar here and there, and, like, some of the dialogue is a little weak, but the, the, the everything that goes into it, it's just kind of mind-blowing. The story is great. It's beautiful it's 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 an original story it's a mind-bending thing so nice. yeah i check That's it fresh. out yeah. i like that. i it i need more original uh content i as much as i like series and things mm-hmm. it's just we we gotta we gotta inject some other flavors in there you know we need some other other stories and it's interesting uh, that this movie is coming out now with all the black life matter and like people actually realizing that there's injustice happening so it's like they they could not have released this movie at a better time i think and it it was scary to see like slavery because they do some fucked up stuff in it it's like oh Oh, and it really like i i asked my i asked sarah if she wanted to watch she's like because she's she's heard gabaret on some podcasts talking about it she's like Honestly, I, I don't really want to watch any more slavery stuff. And like, it's getting justice happening now. And I'm like, I get that. I, I can Understandable. see that. Yeah. yeah. It's one but, of those, if you're able to, able to stomach it, it, it still has a point to make about what's being, yeah. what's being done here. And then the, yeah, the cast, the cast sounds really interesting. That's oh what, yeah, definitely. But um, awesome, man. yeah. So if you get a chance, uh, if you got 20 bucks and want to watch something cool, please uh, check out Annabellum. Sweet. Uh, yeah. yeah. That sounds, that sounds cool. I'm yeah. going to have to add, Add that one to the old uh, d- digital queue there. For sure. And then, nice. And now, I, what's bad? I think it's kind of funny. We're going to bookend this episode uh, top and bottom with movies we both uh, we both got some viewing in. Yeah. This is uh, another, another hot release that just came out the, this last week. Hot take. Yeah, it came out, uh, I want to say, on Wednesday. I, I've noticed now... Uh, <laughs> 
Netflix is releasing. They used to do Friday releases, but now it looks like they're doing Wednesday, Thursday releases. So got to beat the other one. guys. Got to yeah. get ahead of the get ahead of the curve there. Yeah. So the the movie that we're bringing to you this week from Netflix is The Devil All the Time. That mm-hmm. it was. It, this one has quite the cast. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, just okay. I'm just gonna start rattling people off because there's <laughs> a lot. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be fans of you, of my promise. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Tom mm-hmm. Holland, Bill Sarsgaard, yeah. Haley Bennett, the mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan, Eliza Scanlon, Jason Clark. Jason oh, Clark, Jason Clark. Dude, he and was. The uh, guy always goes balls out and everything, but in this, it's like, oh, fuck. Fuck. He was, mm-hmm. like, and I mean this in the best way possible, he was disgusting. disgusting. Like, yeah, and he owned it. And, like, oh, even his yeah. wife was like, okay, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do that all the time. And he's like, fuck yeah. no. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, so many, so many great people. And it's like, even if you don't know their names, you'll see their faces and be like, oh, that person, that person. Oh, shit. Oh, man. But this story, oh, man. It's it's cool. Tells this story of uh, multiple generations of the same family from the American South, uh, Southwest. And we jump between shit what were the two states because it's it re- primarily i mean it takes place in two towns the whole time and they're like uh, small backwoods type of towns. oh yeah like less than a hundred people like tiny tiny there's there aren't roads that go uh so the the church that our characters keep kind of revolving around doesn't even have a road leading up to it people hmm. walk up to it on foot yeah the, the the preacher that runs it has a car and that seems to be the it you know um it is, it, it's a story that starts at the end of World War II as we see a, a U.S. soldier come back from fighting, meet his wife, start his family. There's mm-hmm. some demons, though, in bringing back what he saw with him. He w- went from a person that wasn't very religious to a person who was obsessively religious to the point to where the... See, after after seeing another American Marine crucified and then found in a charred forest huh. alive... And they that they had to execute. I start to wonder if every time he looks at a crucifix, is he seeing God or is he seeing this man every mm. time? Because it's you can tell he's a tortured soul. And then that is just the setup for our next character. That is really just the setup for Tom Holland's character, yeah. who plays his son. And we don't even meet until like holy shit. maybe forty minutes in because we see him as a small child, and yes. like the shit that he's so. Like, if, if we can get into it for a second, this is a hard R movie. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of, like, uh, sexual content. Yes. Uh, like, there. so this character, the, the, the guy that Dennis was just talking about, turns out his wife has cancer. Yes. And he right. has his own crucifix that he made in his backyard. And he forces his young son to go and pray with him. And he gets mad when the kid's, like, distracted looking at his cute dog. And... One night he thinks, well, you know what? Maybe God needs a sacrifice and kill the dog. And that 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 killed that me. That was fucking and brutal. You got to see the sun really get down. Like he 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 destroyed the sun. And later you see that this dog is like crucified on this giant wooden on the cross. Yeah. And yeah, the it's now so sad. it was it it was brutal. Like and it's what I liked about that scene though is it very well relayed the demon. The whatever mm-hmm. that that evil that his father carried around in him of just witnessing pure evil then just was handed off to his son. Yeah. Now forever his son has this, has this horrible moment because 
he's gets to he's carrying the his the death of his whole family it's mm-hmm. he's he's the only survivor so yeah uh, so the the mother de- passes away and that night after they bury her his father slits slits his own throat at this thing and when the son brings a cop to see it the cop's like what am i looking at like we don't know that the dog's crucified and yeah. then they show oh, us that and the kids that like reveal oh it's the uh it's the uh praying rock or something and it's like this is nothing like the kid is of course sad yeah he's sad that his dog's dead but now it's like oh this is normal everyone doesn't have one of these in their woods and before his dad died before the day that they found out the mom had cancer the 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 dad showed the young kid you gotta fight for yourself you gotta fight for the people you love and you gotta find the perfect time to get revenge on the people and he goes and beats the shit out of some people in town and the narrator says and this will be a day that this guy, this boy, remembers as the best day of his life, and it's like there, oh. it was the best moment he ever had with his yeah. with his father. It was watching his father beat two men within <laughs> an inch of their lives because of the fucked up, rapey things they said about his wife. Like it's that that was the that's the rough thing. It's like as soft a presentation as the movie seems to have, it is dark and it is heavy, but it it's. Very, oh, I, I would describe it as a slow burn, but the movie moves. Like I think, to me, I thought it kept a pretty steep, uh, a pretty steady pace because we have these varying perspectives, and it keeps kind of jumping from one to the other. By the time I kind of settle into one of the scenes, we get hit with the narrator again, True. and then we transition to someone else. I'm like, oh shit, that's right, we got to see what fucking the murder couple is up. Oh to. yep, yep. We, we we haven't even mentioned that. We've talked about. We Jason haven't even mentioned. Let's set. You yeah. want to set them oh. up? Oh, so interconnected back into the town. So, because th- this brings in more characters. Sebastian Stan, who is, uh, he used to be um, a police patrolman, is the one who found uh, Tom Holland's character as a little boy. Years later, he's still, uh, he's worked his way up to becoming sheriff mm-hmm. and he's running for reelection. But you find that um, running parallel to that, you're, we're seeing this, the, the story that we're about to get into of there's this couple who's been going around murdering people, uh, Jason Clark and then is that Mia Wasikawa? Yeah, I believe I'm so. I'm getting that or correct. Oh, me... Bo Decker. Hold on. It's the other Bo Decker name. Hold on. I can, let me get that right. Sebastian Stan's sister is, is, <laughs> uh, is killing people, Jason Clark. It's But not just killing. Oh, what they're doing man. is sadistic and fucking it's, so weird. They're man. preying on people and they're hitchhikers, uh, young. Hitchhikers. I, it's like I don't. Even, this one I kind of don't want to get into too, too much detail of because I love the unsettling feeling that just you get mm. deeper and deeper into it. It just you, you can't turn away and you know it's you know graphic. what's coming. And there's it's one. Brutal. Oh yeah, maybe maybe you're right. We shouldn't say what they do, but. They have a set of kills that they do and they take photos of them and it's a whole big production and oh, Sebastian Stan ends up finding a picture of it of his sister doing this stuff and it's like, oh, what do you get? His reaction was like, what did you get yourself into? And it's like, fuck, he could go and arrest her. Like, no, he's, he's, it's like he just spends, uh, he instead turns a blind eye to it and tries to protect her. The the word the most he seems to do is have an opinion about uh, Jason Clark's character Carl. When are you gonna get away from Carl? Like that's it. Hey, you leave he's that guy? dead. He's right. He he is spot on. You should leave. He's bad news bears. All right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's and we haven't even gotten into so the Robert Pattinson's character the, oh, the creature. Fuck. He's the creature. a whole other kind of evil that mm-hmm. is staring down Tom Holland's barrel. It is. 
interesting, this buildup, um, the handoff from the, the previous preacher who was clearly sick. Now I'm starting to wonder if he had, if he was rotting out from STDs or something. And then ends up, I want to put it past him. And, the, and then that happens, the thing that happens after that. But the arcs that these characters follow is just, it's cool. I liked it. Yeah. It, it reminded me of watching a very dreary stage play of just, mm. There is, there aren't really any gleams of light anywhere, but I can't help but keep watching this gnarly story keep unfolding because they keep peeling back these layers that I just, I didn't really see coming. The, if, the narrator if this was even. Shrek cast, we could say uh, this story is a lot like an ogre. There's a lot of layers that you got to peel it's like back. Like an onion. Yes. Like an what onion. did I say? I don't know what I said. An ogre. Well, ogres, you could also skin them. They got a lot of layers, Dennis. But uh, oh, same you're, for the right. Shrek cast. you're right. You're That's right. Good material. But uh, I got to be honest with you. The beginning of the movie, I'm not a big fan of things that take place in like the South or backwater style things, backwoods. I, I, I have a weird thing in my head that normally when I see it, I'm turned off and it's a period piece. I, I'm like, uh, I know this cast. I know it's going to get good. I, I wanted to turn it off and I'm happy I didn't turn it off. This movie got so dark so quick like my mom was making dinner and then she came and watched it with me she's like wait why why is that person killing why is that person killing what's going on i'm like well it's kind of <laughs> jumping through time and like i don't fully know what's going on 100 percent. and like it was just interesting just watch it all unfold yeah and tom holland oh my god seeing him as spider-man and then seeing him as this character fuck dude good, yeah good act great actor i really really liked him in this movie mm-hmm. it, i thought he did an awesome job as uh I, I I believe him. You know, he just did a really great job of selling it. Oh, same with, uh, who was the other actor? Harry Melling, which, what was that we just watched? Uh, who played Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter films. Huh. And uh, the old guard. He was married. Um, oh, okay. He's that first, he was that first uh, preacher that came through town that did that first murder and then that, ended up being a murder victim himself. Uh, that was a quite the one-two punch on that, man. I was like, holy shit. That you don't was think, fucking yeah. insane. Oh, God. But and, you know it's coming because the narrator's like, this would be the last time her family saw her. And I was like, what? They're just going on a little date. Yep. And then it hits you. And it's like, no, it can't happen. No, it can't happen. No, it can't happen. You can't really mean this. And then, mm-hmm. oh my God, you, he did it. Wow. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, no, I, I solidly dug this. I'll, I'll admit they're get the two hour, 14 minutes. It's a long uh, one. It's, it's a long one. I, there was a point where I did get a little tired in the middle that I had to sit myself, you know, I, sh- I shook myself back awake again. And then I was, I was reinvested back into the whole thing. <laughs> I think that was my, honestly my, just my own my own thing there. I probably could have had another cup of coffee later in the afternoon. But I had an awesome time watching this. Robert Pattinson's uh, accent was a little muddled. It, it kind of sounds like he he grabbed a few different Southern accents to combine into yeah, one. Yeah, and it kind of came and went a little bit into different territories with the voice. Yeah, especially when he when he yells is I, I think is where it starts to crack. But I kind of internalized that as this is like some traveling preacher that has probably just been in so many places that he's mm-hmm. just kind of he he's trying to constantly make himself sound like he belongs in the place he's in rather yeah. than sound like he, where he comes from. But. That, that was my own head, head cannon that's a, thing. That's a good way to look at it. That's yeah, that's yeah. pretty smart. Yeah, good call on that. But yeah, other than that, I think it was killer performances. I very very interesting film. I 
I loved it. I'm I'm throwing a, a, a three slicer at this. This is oh. a this is a three slice for for Dennis over here. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna go to four slices for this. Damn. Like, all right. It took my expectations. I didn't know what the movie was about. I didn't know anything. I just the cast and that got me. And like I said, I was ready to turn it off. And then it just it got me. It hooked me quick. It hooked me fast. It got me hard. I got a booner. <laughs> I'm all about this movie. You guys check it out. I mean, it, don't watch it with your kids. If you got kids, if you got little Ooh. kids, or if you want to watch it with your parents, uh, if, you, if you live with your parents, you got to be very selective with who you watch it around, I guess. Yeah, unless if you're cool. Yeah, there's definitely some things that are shown and are addressed that if you're used to some intensity, if you if you've... If you're a family that casually watches House of a Thousand Corpses together, you'll be fine. Yeah. Don't even, don't worry about it. Uh, if, <laughs> if that sounds challenging to you, this, this may start to be a challenge in some scenes. But. And we held back the curtain a lot on some of these murders. We're not even telling you how or Ooh, when yeah, or what, yeah. but they're fucked up. Yes, 100%. Hmm. But solid movie. I Very much within the vein of something I, I enjoy. I love this kind of shit. Dennis, before before we go here, um, did this week there was a trailer that came out that uh, not movie related but slightly movie related. Oh, uh, how how did you enjoy the uh, Mando season two trailer? Oh my god! I, I I literally I got goosebumps about fucking thirty seconds into oh, that. Yeah. Maybe less than that. I am so fucking pumped for the new season of Mandalorian. I. Obviously, it, it, we've talked about it before ad nauseum on the show in the past where we're all big fans, but oh, I just diving back into this world, I already wanted more when the last yeah. season ended, and I am fucking ready. And to this, see that the story is now going into you got to find a Jedi, oh, I got to find some fucking magician to get this, uh, the child to someone who kind of knows what might be going on here. Interesting right? hook. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm I'm really hoping that uh, given that our main character here, he is not familiar with this particular corner of Mandalorian history of the beef between Jedi and Mandalorians. But mm. I'm hoping that that gets highlighted. Obviously, uh, given that, uh, oh my God, why can't I think of the character's name? Best Fring fucking crashed yeah, his yep. uh, interceptor. And Juan Carlos Esposito. Fuck yeah. Um, he is possessing a weapon that I've mentioned before is an ancient and very important uh, Mandalorian weapon that I hope to God our, our Mando gets, gets in his greasy mitts. That would be so fucking cool. And I'm excited and to see possess. that character come into play more because we met him in our final episode and he was a fucking badass then. I want to know how badass he's going to be now that he has a little bit more of a beef with the Mando. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we've clearly established this guy knows how to murder. So he's going to come hunting for him. And he knows. He's, mm-hmm. he's it made it his profession to seek out rebels, like hidden rebel <laughs> cells. This, this is a guy who literally, is, he doesn't just flip rocks over. He obliterates the fucking rock you're hiding under. And then the whole planet you're on. This is a bad, mm-hmm. bad dude. So the, the, broader, the, the broader sites, I want to see more planets. I'm excited to see... Uh, other these other locations, I want to see him on the run. I what what is what does he have to get away from? Or yeah. what, you know, there's going to be others. People are still looking for the child, so mm-hmm. that pursuit is not going to slow down. That's and even it. seeing a clip of uh, of Carl Weathers and Gina Carano 
like just kind of coming back. Like you can see they're now working together. They're ready to help him out. I'm like, I'm down for that. But um, I- I'm, I'm really excited to see um, what's her face. Um, Night nurse, uh, Becky from clerks too. Uh, why am I blanking on her name right now? Fuck a duck. Shit. What's her face? Um, they claim she's playing Ahsoka, but now people are wondering if that's who she's playing. Oh, oh, oh my God. Uh, um, why can't I think of her name? Oh, uh, you're killing I, me, man. I, I, know. I feel like such a dumbass right now because it's always on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Rosario Dawson. See her Dawson. lurking yeah. in the background? It's like, oh, that's badass. I want to see her come into play so bad. Um, uh, yeah, Ahsoka is going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially if that ends up being if this is the Jedi he's seeking out. Like mm-hmm. maybe this is this is the handoff. I even if it takes the whole season to get to that point, it'll be fucking worth yeah. it. Yeah, uh, the the Ahsoka thing I know is is going to be very looked forward to by the fans of the other expanded uh, series, Rebels and the Clone Wars and such. This is another crossover, or not crossover, but it's another tying back in. We're, we're bringing the animated series to a more solidified uh, universe of the films and, the, and now the TV series. I, mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm just fucking stoked. This, oh. So good. I the, am pumped. <laughs> the, the scene that fucking stole my heart, my favorite fucking part, I think was the end of it. When, like, you can tell shit's about to go down with the Mando and you just see the fucking child <laughs> hit his little visor down and then you're just hearing the action from his point of view yes. and then it pops up and then you see the destruction. It's like, oh, fuck, why Why do we got to wait a whole month to get this show? Oh, that's the, and that's that humor I love. That's, mm-hmm. like, the, that's the old, like, cowboy western v- violent humor that I like where you, the punchline is the guy flying through the window. <laughs> the punchline is the... The you know the the dude getting hitting the ground because the bullet went through him instead like it it's dark but it's still kind of satisfying to see the see that play out just like in season one when you saw him um, zipline the dude through the um, uh, the iris door and get cut oh. in half on that I, like that cold open in the first episode mm. but just the moments like that are just fucking great yeah. <laughs> beautiful show. I, I I can't wait, man. We're a couple of weeks away, and I, I I think we might have to do an episode where we just talk about the episodes. I don't know. I will at least talk about the whole sh- the whole season at the end of the season. Maybe I, I I don't know. I'm excited. Oh hell yeah! But oh, um, I'd be up for that. There was one other trailer that dropped tonight as of the recording. Have Have you checked out the uh, WandaVision trailer? I have not yet, unfortunately. Oh, oh man, not. it looks great yeah. you gotta after we hang up here you should go and check it out it's it's fucking wacky and oh for sure and out there and uh i i was very intrigued because i didn't know Catherine hahn was in it and i really like Catherine hahn oh shit but yeah. one of the people that's sitting at a dinner table with vision and wanda it caught my attention i'm like oh shit she fits perfectly in this like perfect idyllic tv series that they're building here the the mother from that 70s show deborah joe oh deborah joe rep yeah yeah she's in this and i'm like that's awesome (laughs) and like you see like like they make it look like it's like a fucking 60s or 70s show with the black and white and then they bring in color and it just looks like it's going to be a mind-bending crazy romp of a ride and i okay they don't say when it's coming out but it's coming out this year and it's going to be badass two characters i honestly didn't give a fuck about mainly in this in the mcu as a whole fucking oh for sure but once once you kill off 
vision it's like all right but the line when fucking scarlet witch is like fucking ready to annihilate the shit and to take thanos down like a badass bitch when she's like oh you know what you did to me and he's like i don't even know who you are i'm like oh fuck she gained some respect in that movie for oh me. yeah and that's i think that's one of the things i really liked about those moments in that in the comic books, those characters are so immensely powerful. They're, mm -hmm. they're looked up to by many other heroes, or at least feared by many other characters. And she herself power. is the daughter of Magneto, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. As, I mean, depending on which, I think depending on which uh, universe you're in, mm -hmm. like which Earth you're on, okay. the, she's the, she and Quicksilver are the children of Magneto. And... I want to say their mother is established too, but I do not uh. recall who that is. Now I'm uh, wondering if Quicksilver is going to come back because when when he died, that was like a major loss to her. And now that she can bring people back and conjure him in her head, I'm wondering if they're going to bring him in. There's been no word on it, but I I, I think like he has to. True. And the I believe that we'll start diving into some of the storyline where there is an event, a cataclysmic event, where a bunch of characters were killed all over the world that were then huh. all back to life uh similar to the um end game storyline but it was centered on vision and wanda the house they, of m I think yeah yeah called. that just the cover art to that like you see like them like in an idyllic house with like children i think i feel i i could be butchering, oh but yeah, yeah yeah i feel like it's a pretty cool looking uh cover but they even touch base on that. Like, they call out the fact in the trailer, Vision is dead. Like, they, they totally call it out. And it's like, good Damn. on you guys. Okay, interesting. And, yeah, which I didn't see it going there. But the, the very intriguing thing, this is supposed to link to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that could be kind of cool. And there's that's a lot of rumors it. swirling on, like, that's going to connect a lot of different arcs and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to well, see. Well, I think it's, it's very easy. Call it a cop-out, but you can tie in every corner of the Marvel universe with Dr. Strange because that's just what that guy does. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he is the master at fucking crossing dimensions. So makes sense. The, he would, uh, I would believe he would be the only way on, on paper, or at least you could get the X-Men universe to fold back into the rest of Marvel because mm. he would be the character that could visit these other points in time, you know, visit the other alternate earths where the X-Men have the impact they do. And it's True. like, they can't help but cross paths. Not, oh yeah, those are those guys over there that you're never going to see. We've never mentioned in any of the battles for the planet, yeah. Did you hear about that thing in New York? <laughs> yeah, there's a school there. Mm. And then like, that's all we get now. Well, that's that, what we got. That's what we got in uh, New Mutants. I know you didn't see it, but there was literally a line just like that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, figures. But, but no, um, you should York check it out. It, it looks like a badass show. Sweet, yeah. No, I'm gonna hit, definitely going to hit that trailer. Nice. Well, awesome. We got a little yeah. got a little trailer talking in there at the end of this one, folks. <laughs> I know seven. it's TV shows, but please forgive us. You know, yeah, they they fold back in. It's so we got a little TV tahini to put on your toast, oh. your movie toast. <laughs> I don't <laughs> That'd know. That'd be weird. Tahini on some bread. Oh yeah. boy. So maybe it's uh, hey, uh, pita bread. I don't know. Well, we to judge. Yeah, do your yeah. thing. Movie toast. Get some. <laughs> Fuck it. No, I hate it. I hate it. Not that one. No, no, no. Uh, oh God. That's the new catchphrase. We're changing everything up now. Stay toasty. Nah, get some. Movie some toast. What? Get I don't know. Whatever. Get some toast.
Oh uh, yeah, there you go. Well, shit. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I think it's that's all I got for these fine listeners that we got to download us today. What about you, man? Yeah, no. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, Let's hit him with that usual business. You got it, baby. I'm talking to you, you fine people, you sweet, sweet listeners. You can find us on all your podcast networks at Movie Toast News and Reviews. I was going to say our handle for Instagram, Reddit, <laughs> fucking Twitter. Um, I want to say that's it. It's all at Movie underscore Toast. Uh, yes, or if you want, you can find us on Twitch and on Facebook at Movie Toast News and Reviews, as well as YouTube. Um, Dennis, what what else do we got? If you find us on Reddit, you'll you'll see my top sticky post. It will give you links to everything else. It will also have a link for you, the Discord invite. So Ooh. come join us. Come check it out. I uh, try to keep a close eye on that thing. We've got some movie news that we like to trickle in there for the your perusing the things that we get excited about, as well as previous episode links. And we occasionally like to host a game night or two. So yeah, we got to get that going, man. Popped up and in there and uh, get some Jackbox or some Drawful or something to happen. Yeah. Uh, come, come check it out. Uh, join, follow, like, subscribe, all of that good business. And business. I think that, that ought to do it, man. So as always, folks, stay toasty.